Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 232. And wait. Wait. Go. Everybody and welcome to a shot of wrestling episode 232. Haven't heard that sound in a while, Mark. I'm your host at Mako J Putty. Still recovering from Thanksgiving, the tryptophan coma that we are in. We're in. Some of us still are, Mark. I can tell by your eyes glazed over. I am completely glazed over right now. <laughs> but you know, this is a time to give thanks of what we are thankful for this year. It's kind of redundant. So, Mark, you know, I always give you a hard time to intro. I'm gonna give you a proper introduction this week one that you deserve okay 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 joining me this week is one of america's finest actors forget his movies are in the bad film festival he's a great actor mark you're a great talented actor and in the wrestling world many people are compared to the next person right who's the next Shawn michaels who's the next rick flair i got it down packed for you buddy my co-host is the next willie ames hollywood mark Schwann. Mark, welcome to the show. That is a huge compliment. Willie Ames. Oh, you are welcome, man. Wow, that's huge. I can't believe I, can't believe I said that out loud. Um, it was just something that was pestering me all week. Like, who does Mark Schwann? He's the next Willie Ames. Congratulations, buddy. Welcome to the show. I am so thankful that you're here. I, um, uh... wow. Yeah, you, you really, you really led me in, man. I really thought you were going to give like a good, a good intro there. What, that's... Still managed, still managed three dicks. You know what? What's what's wrong with that? You know what? What's wrong with the intro I gave you? Uh, I'm just, it's brotherly love right here. I appreciate no, it. No, I'm serious. Like, what's wrong with the intro I gave you? Like, what's wrong with the intro? Well, if I'm going to be compared to anyone, compared to anyone at all, I wouldn't be Willie Ames. Willie Ames is amazing. What, what do you like most about him? He's a scene stealer. Everyone's no. talk, every time he's into the screen, everyone's talking about Willie Ames. Mm, no. Do you even know who Willie Ames is? Uh, I forget. Of course. <laughs> Oh, man, see you see what I'm dealing with, people. I give this guy a compliment, and this diva attitude is just thrown back into my face. Now you understand why I give this guy a hard time because someone has to keep him humble. Someone has to keep him down to earth. I keep one of the America's finest actors, Willie Ames from the '80s and '90s, and now you're just throwing it back in my face. Wow, Willie wow. Ames, I, I just don't see it here, man. Wow, what a dick! Not even like a I, thank I, you. Like I, I just, I'm looking, I'm looking at this stuff, man. I, I just wow, you are really one piece of crap. Where's AJ Pan? Well, whatever, buddy. I, you know what? Here's what I'm thankful for right now. I'm, I'm thankful that uh, you texted me over the week. You texted me that you're gonna be okay. You had a scare uh, last week. Yeah. I was on the show last week. On a serious note, health wise, you're gonna be okay. Thankfully, you listeners, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, I'll be okay. I went for a kidney biopsy. I do not recommend it. It's not a pleasant procedure. But let me ask you a question, Mark. I know everyone, every okay. man is basically wired the same, but also wired differently. There was this nurse in my section. Okay, go on. Who 
was looking pretty pretty nice. All right. Of course, only see half I, I kind of figured that's where where you're going. Only can see half right. her face, right? She had these beautiful eyes. I'm an eyes guy. I loved her eyes. Nice curved body. And uh, it was weird. And she wants to see the guy next to me. And the curtain was drawn, and the guy didn't speak English. Hmm. So she started talking to him in Spanish. Okay. Several points hotter. When I found out she spoke Spanish, it turned made her even hotter. It was weird. I'm like, what's going okay. on? Okay. What's going on here? Is that a surprise for you? I mean, you, you're not no, turned like, on by... I like Spanish women. I just never noticed like the, the, the Spanish language. When I hear a woman talking Spanish before, I'm like, oh, hello. How you doing? Is there, is there, <laughs> is there an accent or a Spanish lang- uh, or language that turns you on more? No, uh, not specifically. I mean, you know, if a, if a woman speaks another language, great, awesome. You know, it just uh, shows that how well educated they are, in my, in my, uh, my opinion. Okay. But, yeah, I... Think there's no necessarily extra points for a certain language or an accent. Yeah, Although, like, like I said, I've been watching The Crown. I, I'm, I'm starting to dig the British accent a little bit more. Oh yeah. Well, spot two, mind you. That, that's that's spot on. Definitely not British. That that's, was spot on. Was that more Australian? That's more Australian. Hello, how you doing? No, oh, I lost it. Uh, I'll that, that, you're still you're no, still down under. Crikey, I will. Nope. Oh wow. Okay. Hello, spot a two, mind you. Mm. That was better. Mm. I'm getting there. That was a little bit better. Not as good as my Barack Obama, but I'm getting there. <laughs> By the way, I so I told my wife that you're uh, that you listened to the audiobook for Barack Obama. You got massive points with my wife. Well, it seems like I hear that every like two weeks. <laughs> I, I think she's a Michael J. Putty fan. She is a Michael J. Putty fan. My her favorite. She host. said. Uh, she said that's that's uh, next on her list. She's listening to Joe Biden's book right now. Ah, uh, good one. You gotta get ready oh, for the you, next four years. You heard her right. Okay. No, I haven't heard right. that one yet. I don't know yet a book out, but no, she's liking it a lot. I might add it to my list because you know me and your wife apparently like the same things. So if she likes the book, I'll definitely check it out. It's funny though. I mean, she loves me, and apparently you love to hate me. So I, you guys, I compare exactly you to great same. actor Willie Ames. <laughs> I don't understand. That's a huge compliment. I don't understand what your problem. Is a great actor? Name your name your favorite movie with him. Um, he's a TV guy, not a movie actor. Right. So there we go. Another strike. But okay. Wow, okay, TV's the new movies right now, asshole. <laughs> Everyone's leaving Hollywood to go to the TV shows, okay? so uh, <laughs> Hey, listen, I, I work on TV shows, too. Not, nothing really wrong with that, but, you know, I, I have different type of goals, you know? Do you remember uh, Henry Winkler? Do you think he's a shitty actor? I love, Hen- I love, Hen- I love Henry Winkler. It's the same thing as Willie Ames. He's a 70s Willie well, Ames. He's a 70s Willie Ames. Okay. Or I guess I'd say Willie Ames is the 80s Fonzie, but whatever. All right, so what's, what's Willie Ames? What's your favorite role of him? Um, the role that he created himself, Buddy Lembeck. Buddy Lembeck? I don't yeah. know. Such an iconic character that in college, my friends would call me Putty Lembeck. I was a scene stealer. I was, a, I was the uh, jokeable, lovable guy. What was, what's Buddy Lembeck? What show is that? Oh, my God. Can we, am I giving you a history lesson right now? An acting history lesson here at live on the show? An acting history lesson. Okay. You give me an acting history lesson and you hit me up. Um, Charles in Charge. Okay. Never seen it. How, do you, how are you an actor? I mean, I wouldn't even How are you an actor? Because one of the, I haven't seen, one I haven't of the most seen pinnacle shows, one of the most show? influential shows of the 80s and early 90s. And but like, you, so many okay. actors have drawn influences from that show. So, and so you, you you completely, you're you, older than me. You completely so, ignore that show. You're older than me. That's why. I, I didn't grow up with that show. It's on HBO Max or Hulu right now. Just definitely check it out. HBO, HBO Max. Are you watching old shows on HBO Max right now? Half the stuff is with all the content that's out there. What's wrong with you? I don't. I seen it when it first came out, Mark. I don't, I'm just telling you. 
if you want to get like acting oh, okay lesson. so okay so go, going back to my original point you are older than me i didn't grow up with that so i was a kid when it came out i still watch it in syndication all the time i'm just saying it's a show you definitely should check out if you want acting tips and get inspiration for your future acting, acting levels charles in charge sure definitely, Fine. definitely a show Fine. it's so I'll, multifaceted i'll put it on my list no you won't tell your wife too maybe she has some class <laughs> she'll know what i mean you know what? I'm going to ask her afterwards. I'm going to, I'm going do, to see do it right now. Bring her on the show. Bring her, bring her on the show right now. Let's bring her, she's sleeping right now because you always start so late. Not today, buddy. Not today. Early for you. I'm on vacation. It was it was early for me. Late for her. But um. Anyway, way off topic. Way off topic. We're a wrestling show, right? Somewhere. I feel like we always say that. <laughs> Let's make just this like a, like a random show. So this medication I'm taking, I'm not supposed to be drinking, right? Well, I can, I can drink yeah. like a glass of wine or two. So I can't drink. I'm going to stay away from the hard stuff. What are you drinking right now? It's a big ass can. So I had this can I bought like a month ago of twisted tea. The half and half, half iced tea lemonade, half half iced tea, half lemonade. I've had it before in the bottle and it's delicious. This one's kind of a. Uh... Whoa, whoa, time out. So before the show, when you. you not, not doing you know, Cheers with me. You, you, you call me out for not drinking. You're not drinking either. I did a shot before the show because it's customary and you just always break traditions. Like you make your own rules up like it's your show. And this is still alcohol, asshole. It's still alcohol. It's a twisted tea. It's laced. It's like a bite tart lemonade, only iced tea lemonade. Oh, no. Not a fan. Of course not. Not a fan of Buddy Lembeck. Not a fan of twisted teas. I'm sorry it's not a cargo or escrow, whatever the fuck it's called. Escargo. Yeah, you would called. know that. You would know that. <laughs> I, I grew up with that stuff. Oh, man. Where's AJ Pan? <laughs> you, need a, you need a guiding light in your life, man. If anybody... <laughs> guiding light? Hey, I, no one can answer that question for me. How is he guiding light? I interviewed Ray Clarice. Ray Clarice. I can't. Uh, who who can't talk now. now? Who can't talk now? I can't speak. Can't I can't speak right now. The shiny star, Ray Clarice. I interviewed him a couple weeks ago, and off the air, I was just like, hey, by the way, man, what's this guiding light nonsense? He, he couldn't even tell me where the guiding light is. Really? Off air? How convenient. Actually, it was recorded. Actually, I didn't put it in the final interview. Mm-hmm. I could play it for you if you want right, right now. Play, right now, okay. Oh, you, you actually want me to play it? Yeah, let's do it. Come on. I don't I don't have a line. There there. it is. Here it. it goes. Okay. I have to find it. So, Mark, um, you want to get into the news this week? Oh, wait. <laughs> it's Thanksgiving, man. There's no news. Nothing. So we're, we're talking about, like, who gained weight? <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> so instead of, like, reaching for stuff like we do sometimes, because it's even nothing to do that, how about we skip the news and go right into the real meat of the show, TV mm. Takedown? Hell yeah. Let's do it up. It's time for this week's TV Takedown. All right, Mark. We have an action pack. We'll start with Survivor Series. We've got an action pack week of TV. Also, you know, another compliment I got to pay you is a broken clock is correct yeah. twice a day. Correct. Still higher odds than you. You were like, you swinging a miss at left and right this week. Like you were wrong like three <laughs> times this week and stuff. <laughs> let's get into that now. Mark, let's start with Survivor Series. What was your takeaway from Survivor Series? Well, I was right about this one, I think. I said match for the night. I thought it was going to be Oscar and Sasha Banks, and they did not disappoint. Uh, to me, that was hands down a match of the night. No disrespect to Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. That was one hell of a match. I was definitely wrong about the finish. Yes, you were. I'll say that about that one. But with this one, with Sasha and Asuka, man, that was just that was a great technical match. 
a back and forth right there. No huge high spots. Uh, told the story pretty well. The victory for Sasha Banks, how she got the win, gave just to both uh, Sasha Banks and Oscar didn't make anyone look weak there. My question to you, Putty, with this is, does this cement Sasha Banks as the new face of the women's division? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't, really? I don't think she was never not the face. She was a face. She was a face, right. Yeah. But, like, you know, obviously Bailey has held the strap for a better part of the year. It was carrying the women's division. I think it was safe to say. Oscar was definitely, like, like if not 1A, 1B. But now I, I feel like, you know, all eyes are on Sasha Banks. I, I feel like this was just, uh, you know, putting her over the top right there. I mean, she deserves it. Like, how many times she was a five-time women's champion, she never defended it until two weeks ago? Yeah. So I'm hoping she gets a decent run this time around to showcase what she can do. I, You know, I, I think I think she will. I mean, like, obviously, the next opponent is going to be Carmella, as we're seeing. I don't necessarily see Carmella taking the belt away from, from Sasha Banks. Uh, not to no. discredit Carmella, I just... I think Sasha Banks is, is on fire right now. I, yeah. I think she's performing a whole different level. She's got a great look. She's in probably the best shape in her life. Uh, she's she's hitting all the check marks of anything of any person you can ask for to be the face of the division. And she's got the moxie to back it up too. On a recent interview, she's talking about how she's better than the Roman Reigns, how she's better than Drew McIntyre. And you know what woman have you ever heard say that? Talking like taking shots at the top guys on the roster. She wants, she wants Charlotte take, hasn't done it. She wants to take over Vince McMahon's job one day. I mean, this? fuck it. No, I haven't heard about it, but why not? Lofty goals, huh? Lofty goals. You know what? Aim high. Aim high. And I and I, I think that's a great message. That's a great message she's sending out to, to young girls out there who are aspiring to be in professional wrestling to hit new levels, to hit a new stride. Uh, Becky Lynch did that when, with her old man moniker, but I think Sasha Banks could possibly take that to a whole other level. We'll see what's going on, huh? See what happens. I think she might hold it to WrestleMania. I think she needs to. I, I think she needs to. Right. I, I, I think you're right. She she definitely needs to to like, definitely cement herself in that top spot. Because yeah, I mean she's always been a a main player in a women's division, but she's never gotten the proper love to, to Charlotte or to Becky Lynch uh, because there was always that knock on her. She'd win the championship, but she, then she would lose it right away. Yeah, she needs to hold on to this for quite some time. I always thought Bailey was the low woman on the totem pole, the, the four horse woman. Yeah, I, I think but I think she, would say I think she, she climbed is. up a couple of rungs and now her and Sasha Banks are in like the same tier now. So yeah. I'm hoping um those two will battle it out, see what happens. If Charlotte Flair ever comes back. When Charlotte Flair comes back, it's it's gonna be very interesting. I I'm I'm curious to see how everything shakes up. And, and then when you have Becky Lynch come back, I mean that, that's it's I think it's just gonna be absolute fire. I don't miss Charlotte Flair. Really? Yeah, I don't see her absence as a loss here. Is that a knock on Charlotte, or is that praising the women that have been carrying the torch? I think torch it's more. I think it's time. more the uh, second one. Yeah, I think the woman. Yeah, I would agree. Stuff it up. I think uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks carried this division for a long time this summer. And I Surprising think else so. Decided to step up, and uh, I think we have a great. And I, 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 we we can't discredit Oscar what she did too. I think I think Oscar did a phenomenal job, or has been doing a phenomenal job as a women's champion there for uh, for Raw. But, you know, you say you don't miss Charlotte Flair. I do because Charlotte Flair, it's, she transcends just, uh, you know, being a, a woman's wrestler. She is a complete package for WWE. She, she's someone that can carry that company on her own. And uh, 
you know, I, I don't think any other woman has hit that yet in WWE. They, they definitely are, you know, putting a huge light in the women's division, showing like how talented they are, how it shouldn't just be the Charlotte Flair show or the Becky Lynch show that, yes, we can do this as well. But, you know, Charlotte Flair is just in a whole other level by herself. And that's why I do miss her. I can't wait for her to come back. And I can't wait to see what happens. You know, now you have all these women gaining this momentum. And then you have a natural force like Charlotte Flair coming back. I, I think it's going to be pure magic. My turn. Go for it. Lana. Can we just talk about the impressive Soul Survivor performance of Lana? I'm not surprised. I mean, I think that was the one thing I had right, that Lana is going to... Be the sole survivor. And that wasn't my takedown. I was just seeing her paying attention. My ones to watch in 2020 were the Street Profits, Mark. And I picked them for a reason. And they hit 2020 off with a bang. They kind of, uh, although still champions, you know, kind of died down a little bit. But they've been picking it up in the last couple of weeks. And this match against the New Day was one of my favorite matches. Not only the night, but for the past couple of months, maybe. It was a great tag team match between two baby faces, which... We love both teams. Everyone loves both teams. It's hard to pick which one you want to see win more. Uh, I think Ford did a great job selling that rib injury. I think it was greatly paced. Um, greatly paced, that's right. That's proper English, right? A lot of near falls. Yeah. It was an exciting match to watch. Uh, they worked very well together, especially at the first time facing each other. Um, I'm looking forward to them going again, going against each other some other time down the line. Probably not anytime soon. But again, I will definitely love this match. And uh, I'm happy to see the Street Profits are back up. Great Great match. Now, is that more so a credit to the New Day? Because honestly, I've seen a lot of Street Profit matches, and I've never been really that impressed until this match with the New Day. Uh, obviously, a very good match with them. But, you know, I, I feel like a great team should be able to have good matches with, with anyone, really. I, I feel like the, the only good match I've seen with the Street Profits has been this match with the New Day. Well, Th- that's, that's another reason why you're wrong. Another, another, another check in your wrong column. Well, what, what other street. match can you compare with the Street Profits to where it was like this good? Uh, it's been a while. They, because they've been too busy. Like, it's, been been a while. it's been a while. It, it, they were too busy it's floundering been, against the likes of Andrade NXT. and uh, fucking other guy's name. They were going against those two guys for way too long. But when they first started out the year, they had some great competition, great matches. Started out with a bang. Seth Rollins, Buddy Murphy, had, they had a great match against. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, Man, gonna, I'm I, just wasting I, my breath then. Because no, I, I can't, obviously, not going to sway your opinion on this. But I, you love every single Charlotte Flair match. Not every single one, but you know, it depends, who, Flair, it depends on who she's with. The chemistry; these four guys have great chemistry together. And no, Char- Charlotte to Flair carries a, like a, a lot of different matches. I mean, obviously, I, I think she makes a lot of people look good too. Like you know, you see someone like, well, for example, Charlotte Flair and Liv Morgan. You know, she makes her opponent step up. You know, it's, I, I think New Day is a very good tag team. They're consistently very good. They they make the other team step up their game against them. You always get quality matches with him street profits i don't feel like is at that level so you don't I see don't this as passion they, Twitch. i don't i don't a, a, hate to live in your world I, I i you know street profits i like obviously they can be a good team i just i think it's more of a knock of the tag team division in general i mean you had two of the best tag teams that you had right there New Day versus the best. Street but you know the ones in smackdown ones in raw and then you have every other other team which is just so far behind it's like having travis kelsey and Darren Waller, the two best tight ends, and they need everyone else. And who does Travis Kelsey play for? Kansas City Chiefs. The what? Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Why? It's not what we said a couple weeks ago. What do you mean? What? Anyway, um, let's talk about 
The Undertaker's final farewell. Something else you got wrong, Mark. I didn't see anybody run in. I didn't see him getting goaded into another match. Another wrong check mark in your column. What do you think of the execution, how it was done? Your thoughts? Chills, man. I got chills with that. I, I thought it was a, a proper send-off for him. Uh, you know, the only thing that probably could have made it better if there was an actual live crowd there. But, of, course, of yeah. course, with COVID, that can't happen. Nice touch, too, with Paul Bear. That's surprising. Yeah. I, I thought that was a really nice touch. Uh, I liked what Undertaker said. You know, the, the Undertaker is going to have to rest in peace. It felt final. I, I think that was the best part about it is that it felt final. There was nothing that, you know, was foreshadowing possibly a comeback or another match. Uh, this was it. So you, now you're set. You agree. Right, we're, we're on the same page now. You're done. He's done. I, it's, it's done. It, 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 it has to be done. And, and, you know, it's not It's not like I want Undertaker to come back for another match, mind you. I, I, I wanted this to be it. I was just a little bit nervous, if you will, about, mm-hmm. like, oh, God, man. I mean, we saw the last ride. You know, it, he didn't necessarily even say it was definitely over, over. It was, so it was some concerns about, like, oh, my God, are you going to tease something? Is something going to happen? Or people can get in his head saying, oh, man, brother, brother, you look good, blah, blah, blah. You, you look like going up for another match. And I was just going to gas him up a bit. But, no, this is it. It's good. I, I think that was the best moment for me. What do you think about them, the legend, quote-unquote legends coming out and then just disappearing? Like, what was the point of bringing them out then? I, I don't know. You should I, maybe I stay at ringside then. I, just like, I, just find, I found that weird. Like, why bring them out if they're just going to go away? Why was Kane the only one in, in his gear? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I feel like that was more of a rib on Kane. Yeah. But I, don't know, I, I guess you know, maybe it was them that they wanted to be there to show love for the taker. I, I don't honestly know what it was. This felt weird. But yeah, uh, he's telling people backstage he's done. Vince McMahon has resigned the fact that he's done. So uh, no more Undertaker. He's opening, the, he's opening to come back in some sort of role, but not in competition in the ring. He signed for twice. 30 years, something like that, and, right? Yeah, he's got like a ridiculous long contract with WWE. So of course, you can see him in the uh, performance center as a coach, training the next talent. Maybe something along the lines with that, or if anything, he should help them with their character development. Yeah, right. Teach him you a know, thing I, called kayfabe. Right, right. Yeah. If anything, he's he he could teach a master class on that. But I don't know. I mean, obviously he's going to do appearances. Obviously he's going to have merchandise. Obviously he's going to be. First time, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. Do you think he goes right away? Games. I mean, we we have to get the 2020 yeah. Hall of Fame done with first. So I, I don't know, buddy. I don't know when that's happening. But you think he'll come in? We don't have to wait like years for him to go in. He'll be in next no, day class. Yeah, I think he has to. And I, and you know, I, I've heard uh, other fans talk about this. And I think I agree with it. It should just be him and only him mm. that year. I haven't heard that. Give him a nice yep. time for the speech. Now, who inducts him? Kane? Vince? I think Vince. Because we found out how close they were in the, the last ride. You see Vince kind of getting emotional during uh, his introduction. Right. Yeah, I, I can't see anyone else but Vince. I've noticed this. Like, everyone... I'm not sure if we talked about this before, but... Everyone loves The Undertaker. Stone Cold said no one will ever have a career like him. One of the most no. well-respected men in this business from our side of the ring and people who are actually in the ring. But yet... I've always noticed. Oh, uh, Mark, uh, who's your Mount Rushmore wrestling? No one mentioned The Undertaker. It's always Stone Cold, The Rock, Hogan, Triple A, Trick Flair. Rarely anybody mentioned The Undertaker. No, I mean, that's a good point. Uh, that, that's a good point. 
you know, I mean, one could argue Taker did as much as, as uh, a lot of those guys that, that you mentioned. I, I know I understand why like, all those other guys I mentioned too in the in the Mount Rushmore. There's just so many names. That's I mean, why, like that's why I hate I mean, that hell, question. So I hate that I, question. I mean, I mean, like right away. I mean, you think of Bruno Sammartino's not even mentioned. Yep. And he is well. He should be Andre the Giant should be mentioned. I was gonna say how you narrow it down the four, but it's hard to. It, it's so hard to. But Undertaker definitely would deserve a spot in there. And I like that. Definitely have him inducted the Hall of Fame by himself. That's who better by himself. There's him. Yeah. No one else deserves that honor. Especially no. the way the Hall of Fame is going. It's so long. And I've been saying that for a while now. you got to shorten the Hall of Fame classes because you're eventually going to run out of people. And having him by himself, nice touch. Whoever thought about that, send them a letter. Tweet WWE, please. Make that happen. <laughs> well, yeah, as you said, if anyone deserves it, it's, it's the dead man. So overall, Survivor Series is a pretty good show. Yeah, pretty solid. All right, Mark, moving on from Survivor Series. How about the TV? The fallout from Survivor Series was felt thrown. We're on SmackDown. We had Impact, we had NXT, AEW. What was your takeaway this week? I have to say, man, I'm going with Impact for this. Okay. Sue Young and Susie appeared together. Son of a bitch, you called it. Yeah, you were wrong, buddy. You, called you were it, wrong. You called it, it's not a matter of me. Okay. You were wrong. I said, it's, how cool would it be? How cool would it be if Susie... And too young appear on the screen at my same time. And maybe I never maybe said even it. team up. You you won this whole rant about how they're the same person. That's a conspiracy theory. You know we didn't land on the moon. The Earth is round. You know they can never be the same person. Like well, like the, it was a whole bunch of conspiracy mumbo drama. You jumped down my throat, and now here we are. Oh, no, no, no. Week, you Susie said... and Sue Young appeared on my TV at the same time. I never said that wouldn't be cool. You said it would never happen. You said it would never happen. You, 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 said, said, never you, happen. Said, not the, you said they're not the same. Um, they're not the same person. They are the same. person. How are they the same person? There were two different people on my TV this week, Mark. Okay, it's called it's called TV magic. Sure, whatever. First off, whatever. Just admit you were wrong. All right, just admit you were wrong. Take the L. I'm not taking an L. I'm not wrong about this. I, I thought it was awesome to see you know. I, I it was something different, something cool um, that I'm not not necessarily accustomed to seeing on a wrestling program. Yeah, right. Uh, and. You know, I, I just go to the, the talent of Sue Young, uh, what she brings to the table. You know, definitely a huge asset for, for Impact. I want to ask you, Putty, though, do you feel like WWE is kind of going this route with Alexa Bliss? Do you see them going this way with it? Because I, I, I see... Sue Young? Like, uh, like doing similar type of things that Sue Young is doing. You know, um, can you see possibly, like, you know, maybe seeing Alexa Bliss, her, her version now, her evil version, and then maybe transitioning to like a more of like a fiend type character and uh, kind of like what Bray Wyatt's doing with. Yeah, we've seen that. We've seen her do that with the, uh, the eyes when her eyes go white. That's, I think that's her supposed to be her other gimmick. What's it called? I don't know. But yeah, when she changes her character, it's when she changes those eyes, her eyes go white. Right. So that's a right. We, we, ne- we haven't necessarily seen that in the ring yet with Alexa Bliss. No, not yet. I'm assuming it's coming. I'm assuming it's coming too. I, I think there's a lot of things they could do there. It almost makes me think WWE is watching Impact and, and watching. Like, I see that. I see that as two different things. As, as Susie and Sue Young, I think it's two different. Uh, I think it's apples and oranges. No, no, you're right. It is. I mean, different characters, but I, I think they, they have like similar th- similar things in common. You know, as far as like you know what they can do when what, what they what they can't do. So it's a different. You know, obviously, so the same. You say the same thing about Bray Wyatt then and Sue Young. Right. I mean. Obviously, it's different characters, right? But like you know, they are—they're—they're um, they're portraying these characters as like otherworldly. That's, you know? what, that's what I also mentioned too. With their conversation was, I would love to see 
Sue Young do what Bray White's doing and have be Susie and Sue Young. How Bray White yeah. being Bray White and the Fiend. Right. And, uh, I'm not sure they're going to go down that path, but this seemed like it was an introduction that they might be two different characters on the TV. Yeah. Like, we all know I what's mean, up. We all know what's up. Like, we all know with Bray Wyatt. But we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, it made me more curious to see how they're going to develop this Sue Young story. Oh, 1,000%. And I'm glad to carry on the storyline with, with Sue Young and Deanna Perozzo. Uh, again, like, you know, I, I think that's that could be like a fire rivalry for Impact for the year. It would be a great way to end it off. Absolutely. Mark, was it last week, two weeks ago, I mentioned how I was a fan of Moose going against Willie Mack? Yeah, that was last week. It was like two big guys, one the athletic dominant five-star athlete, the other the big, husky, powerful guy that flies around like a cruiserweight. Yeah. Kind of saw it duplicated, worked just as well with Bobby Lashley and Keith Lee, running with the same dynamic. It was two powerful wrestlers showing up what they can do. Now, I wasn't a fan of the finish, but I think it was just watching these two guys beat the holy hell out of each other. And I thought it was cool. I, I really, it was sitting there. It sucked me in from bell to bell. I can't say that too much about Bobby Lashley matches. But this, I thought, was really good. It, it shows these guys have a bright future ahead of them. And it was, it was fantastic. So, Putty, what I'm basically hearing is that you're Vince McMahon. You love the big guys. And the bigger, the better. <laughs> no, and it's obvious, I don't normally go with that because it's too obvious trailing down my throat. But something about these two guys, going back with the new Tree Prophets and the chemistry, these two had a great chemistry in the ring. I loved watching Keith Lee in the ring. Um, Bobby Lashley worked very well with this guy because you see, you're usually seeing Bobby Lashley dominate the, the smaller guys. And Bobby Lashley held his own against somebody who was bigger than him. And you don't see that too often. I just felt like it was a really, really entertaining match. Now, buddy, I have to ask you this though. Now, now with uh, Keith Lee advancing, and you have Matt Riddle and AJ Styles, who is going to be the number one contender against Drew McIntyre? I think the obvious one is will be AJ Styles. I don't see him going with uh, Riddle. Not a, Riddle. No, I don't not, see him going with Riddle, Riddle yet. Keith Lee, I think he is getting there. They fought in the past, but he is a face. If you want to see so. the dynamic of a heel versus face. I say go with AJ Styles. And, and you gave him this huge-ass bodyguard for what? Let him use it in the main event picture. See what happens. It'll be a nice dynamic in that match. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd be thrilled to see AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre in a, in a rivalry. I think that would be a very good one. I don't remember seeing I, that match either, one-on-one. I, 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 I was trying to think about that, too. It hasn't happened, right? Not that I'm aware Or at least not in the WWE. Yeah. No, I think that would be a, a great rivalry, especially going into uh, the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could probably last for a couple programs at least. Keith Lee, though, I, I, I think I wouldn't be surprised if he was the guy, if he, he got the number one contender. I don't necessarily know if he wins the strap from Drew McIntyre. No, I wouldn't be surprised either. But if he does win to face Drew McIntyre at TLC, I don't think it, I don't see it being a, uh, a lengthy program. Yeah, I think it would be a one off. Yeah, for sure. It would probably that match would probably lead to another rivalry for. For him and uh, to another, or maybe Braun Strowman comes back and there's a Braun Strowman feud with him or something like that. I don't know. Right, right. Matt Real would probably would definitely be the most surprising. Yeah, way out of left field. I don't think he's even close to being ready yet. But no, just, maybe that just means I'm not a fan of his. But you know, I, I just don't get the appeal with Matt Real at all. Neither do I. I don't get it either. What is his character? Is he supposed to be a stoner? Is he like an RVD type? I don't understand what this character is supposed to be. Like, I'm not even a fan of his in-ring work, really. He's getting better. It's just I just 
same. I'm like, okay, I don't need to. He's not musty TV for me. No. And the way he just was portrayed in this virus series as being this doofy, like, oh, we'll give you nicknames, bro. Like, it just, I think that took away from it. He's, he's got an attitude problem. And now he's going wait, to be setting up a feud with him and Bobby Lashley, it looks like, with this whole Shark Tank thing coming up. So we'll see what happens there. We'll see. So in other words, it's going to be either AJ Styles or Keith Lee being number one contender. Do you do you think, though, with AJ Styles, if he wins, what's the percentage of a chance that he wins the strap from Drew McIntyre? Not at TLC, no. Not at TLC, but... Royal Rumble? Mm. I don't think with them, I don't think it'll be a one-off. I don't think it's going to be a one-off either. I don't know yet. I don't know what their plans are for WrestleMania with Drew McIntyre. True. True. I'll find out more when the time gets closer, but I definitely don't see it one-off. I definitely see a rematch at Royal Rumble. Who wins that? I'll tell you uh, in 2021. And, uh, Putty, another thing with Keith Lee I have to ask you, man. Do you like his new theme? You know, I heard he was in New York a couple weeks ago recording a new theme song. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even notice it. <laughs> I think I was on my phone or doing something while their entrances were coming out. And when I heard the bell, that's when I stopped to watch. Um, so I wanted to go back and watch it before the show started. I totally forgot about it. You just reminded me. So I'll go back and check after the show's over. But I heard good things about it. I heard, I mean. Yeah, I, I think it's okay. I mean, it's better than uh, what they had him using in the main roster. It, definitely his NXT one, one was uh, yeah, I heard people are, far better. I heard they dropped the basket, his glory thing. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, I think that's because it was CFO, right? That did that theme originally, and they, they're oh, dropping yeah. all those. I think so. Yeah. But that's it. That's it. That's all I got. One last thing, Mark, if I may, if you may indulge me for a second. Talked about it, how they killed off Father James Mitchell, and Rosemary wanted to bring him back for the wedding. So the person who killed him had to approve of him coming back from the undead realm to bring him back to life, right? Thought maybe that had something to do with Johnny Bravo. Turns out Johnny Bravo wasn't dead. He was just in the hospital, and he was going to be okay. And then they had the trial of Johnny Swinger this week, Wrestler's Court. Did you watch Wrestler's Court? I did see it, Okay. yeah. Johnny Swinger clearly framed. And all of a sudden, it just Johnny, Johnny Bravo comes in after... Rosemary, as we all knew, wasn't in love with him. Just wanted him for his virgin blood. If you go way back, Mark, I think it was before your time. This is what set up Russell House. And then next thing we know, it was Lawrence D. who shot Johnny Bravo because he stole Rosemary. This is the this is the, this is the payoff I wanted, Mark. This is, <laughs> didn't make any sense. What I said made more sense. Johnny Bravo was dead. You got to bring him back to life. Find out who killed him. That made more sense because then why are you talking about bringing Father James Mitchell back to life? That was just a huge waste of my fucking time. If it didn't play off in the storyline. But uh, Lawrence D, some guy we saw in Russell House, who smells like shit, is shot Johnny Bravo. It made no sense. It felt rushed as a solution. It just, I don't, what storyline is this advancing? What is, what's going on here, Mark? No, they dropped, they, they dropped the, the ball, ball big time. From what it seems, huge it, was, it was comedic, though. I will say that. Oh, yeah, the whole the, thing the was whole, comedic. Russell's court, when they do it, it usually is comedic. But I just felt the payoff was, 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 Johnny Swinger is hilarious. Johnny Swinger is awesome. He's, he's awesome. He's awesome, Daddy. And his references sometimes are so ob- oblivious. I'm like, this guy's awesome. He's what do you think he's the OJ OJ Simpson. Yeah. Have you picked up a newspaper since not since 1992, Daddy? Oh my God! 
Yeah, Tommy Dreamer plays off that really well. He's got good comedic timing too. Yeah. But I just felt like they dropped the ball there, man. Big huge disappointment. Yeah. And I don't often say that about yeah, it. I, I I I actually liked where you're where uh you were going with uh with the creative process better. But is what it is. You know, um hey, listen, Impact they're trying new things, right? They, yeah. they, they we said before how they they do think outside the box and like AEW and WWE they take a lot more chances and sometimes it's going to work. Sometimes it won't, you know, the, the payoff obviously didn't work there. The, the lead up was pretty damn good. I'll say I that thought so too. Yeah. I thought they were going in the right direction. They're just the payoff. I'll give them like, that. Hmm. Well, you know, I mean, you're not going to win them all. Nope. Unfortunately, but you can't blame them for trying. No, you cannot. So, uh, that was my recap of the week. Mark, are you ready to bring back the three count? Did nice little segue. It's been too long. Let's do it. It's time for the three count. All right, Mark, uh, going back to what we talked about, it is Thanksgiving weekend. So let's look back and uh, give thanks in our three count. A top three things we're thankful for this year in the world of professional wrestling, sports entertainment, if you will. Mark, let's start with number three. So three, we talked about it quite at length through the whole show. So I'm just going to save us some time. I'm going to say... Number three, thankful that Undertaker got the goodbye that he deserves, the goodbye that he was looking for the very last match. Seems like he's been searching for it for years now, and he finally got with AJ Styles, and then he got the send-off, again, that he deserves. So um, rest in peace to the Undertaker. Thank you for the memories, and thank you for preserving your legacy. And again, it was a story I tell. um, One of my favorite stories to tell was I remember being seven years old in my parents' living room, and watching the Million Dollar Man introduce this guy and go on to be scared shitless like a little kid, like a little wuss for the following like two or three years of my life. That's like grew a set. But Undertaker's character will never be duplicated. His career will never be. We'll never no. see another Undertaker, no. They'll never, ever, ever be anyone even close to being the next Undertaker. And by the way, I, side note, WWE always just does such a phenomenal job putting together a like, uh, video packages and I, I feel like they again they knocked that apart yep. with this one for Undertaker that was a good goodbye package there highlighted his whole career brought back some awesome moments it's one of the different versions of the Undertaker it's one of the things I've been saying um, one of my go-to defenses of the WWE when people give them a hard time like well they do these re- recaps these tribute videos better than anybody in the business and how do you encapsulate 30 years into a two-minute music video and they somehow fucking did it I think that not even just in the industry, but of even in any sport or or any uh, realm of entertainment at all. Like they always put together these amazing video packages, or even if like you're leading up to a, uh, a hype video for like a match. Oh yeah, they're or whatever. It, it, it's just the music, the edits. Uh, they they're just perfect. They have a great team over there, and it's not like it's new. They've always been consistent. Consistent. Oh yeah. yeah. My number three is something we also just talked about recently. Is I wasn't sure what to put in my number three until um, I was giving it some thought. Impact. Mm. I'm thankful that you joined the bandwagon this year, Mark. And something I've also said a couple of times throughout the show is uh, I know AEW is trying to compete with WWE, and that's fine. But to me, AEW is just another wrestling show. You just hit it the nail on the head right now. Impact's different. They're thinking outside the box. They give me something different. They give me characters. They give me a stupid show. Stupid shit like Russell House, R- Russell's Court, kayfabe characters. 
And Impact is just a nice diversion of a wrestling show, what we used to be. And it's really getting fun to watch week in and week out. Well said, buddy. Thank you, sir. Appreciate well it. Well said. So thank you, Impact. And thank you for watching, Impact. Listen to me again. <laughs> Moving on to number two. Moving on to number two, Mark. That's my line. Mark, floor yours. Listen, man, it was one of the most shocking moments, I think, this year in wrestling. It was probably the most feel-good moment, period, in 2020. I normally don't get surprised that much anymore, but, man, when I do, I almost shit my pants at this one. Edge, coming back to a rumble, was awesome. Uh, thankful to see that Edge came back in a great way. He looked great. Uh, I liked the, the rivalry he had with Randy Orton. Stuck that he got injured, but uh, you know, fortunately, I, I think he will be coming back at some point in the near future. From how it sounds like, but uh, yeah, dude. I mean, you, you don't create better moments than that. Like you know, after what nine years away yep. from wrestling, if things like the man's career is over, it was just such a feel-good moment, man. Yeah, it was, it was uh, one of the highlights of the, the shitty year that was professional wrestling world really if you think about it because you know he didn't want to end he had so much left in the tank but he was forced to unfortunately oh, totally. and, uh, thank god for science man if we learned one thing the last seven eight months science is awesome <laughs> it can be medicine and science work very well together thank you for all those people on the front lines working try to make us better and bring us back edge we appreciate you science yeah some people do my number two, Mark, is uh, something you also talked about earlier. This company went took a huge loss, WWE, I should say, when uh, the man had to step away because she was pregnant. We saw the emergence of the role model, Bailey. She took this company on her back for the almost the entire summer, thanks to the help with Sasha Banks, which led to a great feud between those two. Uh, and they were, at one point, week in and week out, the best thing on Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So I was, just, I was just thankful for what they did. And um, they both elevated their careers over the summer by, take, like I said, just taking the ball and running with it better than anybody had in this company outside of maybe Randy Orton. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, Randy Orton has always been consistency, Mr. Consistency there in, in, in WWE. But, yeah, Bailey, uh, I think she shut up a lot, a lot of her haters. A lot including of you? That doubted her. Including you, yeah. I believe? Yeah, dude, I'll admit when I'm wrong. Uh, a lot. I think Bailey finally it was her chance to step out of the shadow of yeah, the rest of that's the four horsewomen, and uh, you know she stepped up as as an equal, if yep. you will. So, uh, very good job on Bailey. Probably comeback player of the year, or maybe even MVP of the year. She she definitely deserves uh, a lot of accolades for what she did. Speaking of that, I think we're four weeks away from the uh, Putty Awards, or year-end awards. Maybe you'll be hearing that name a lot more often. Probably, probably. She might sweep. Number one, Mark. Number one. Number one, man. Well, <laughs> I think you'll be surprised with this one. Uh, the reason why I was pretty quiet with your number two is because it is my number one. Really? I full for impact. I can't oh, believe I'm saying okay. this. Uh, my number one is... Um, I can't believe you're saying yeah, this either. I can't believe you're saying this either. Thank you, Putty, for never shutting up about Impact. Welcome. For making me finally cave and watching it. I, I've been enjoying it. it. It's been 
again, not to knock WWE or AEW. I, I am appreciating what they do as well. But it's been impact definitely gives you an alternative that you're not seeing in both those programs. Yes. You no. Know, um, different. Again, as we as we talked about before, they are just trying different things. I think they are aware of you know that they are nowhere near the budget value of what WWE and AEW has. I'm close. So, so you know they, they're finding ways to get more creative and, and taking more risks. At that point, they're like, hey, hey, what what do I have to lose? And they really don't have much to lose. Uh, you know, they took advantage of of the cuts that WWE had and brought in a lot of good talent in there. Diana Perrazzo, uh I, I think she's probably the face of the company right now. Mm-hmm. You know, too young. I loving her character. I, I, I again, I knew who she was before, but you know, I wasn't necessarily watching her. I could see what all the hype is. The best women's division, the impact of uh, the knockouts. Uh, tag team, the tag team action is great. Commentary, commentary, man. I told you, commentary. Man. I told you this months ago when you were getting ready for commentary. It's like when I was looking, I had to pay attention to commentary. And one of my favorite commentaries to listen to was Josh Matthews and Don Callis. I thought their chemistry was, and their way they interacted with each other, it's something I felt like similar to what we were doing. Yeah. And then the way jo- they're doing with him and his wife. Uh, Madison Rain. Thank you, Jordan Blank. Their commentary is amazing. And even Matt Stryker this week. And like, I forgot how great yeah. Matt Stryker is. His, yeah, dude, discor- I forgot his, about Matt Stryker. His knowledge of the history of this business and the way he just paints a picture is, their commentary is fantastic. I've taken that for months too. One of my favorite commentary teams in the business right now. No, um, they don't get enough love, man. Uh, they, they, um... I was reading online this week, people were still shitting on Impact, calling it garbage, calling it shit, calling it trash. And I remember being those guys. Until I gave it a shot. So I think anybody's shitting on Impact or just give it a shot. Give it a shot for a couple I think, weeks. I think people are probably shitting on Impact because of the like maybe the memories that they had. Because, you know, I did watch TNA here and there, uh, you know, back with the six-figured ring and, and uh, when Eric yeah. Bischoff well, yeah, and Hulk Hogan took over. And, you know, and it did drop the ball quite a bit, you know, but... That's the problem with them. They, they pick up, they drop the ball, pick up, drop the ball. But right now, they're in a huge upswing. Management's right. Oh, they got the absolutely. right TV people in place. The company's thinking uh, big things coming up. Yeah, I mean, they're just missing a budget. Yeah, unless something really? fuck I mean, up I mean, somehow, I think they're going to keep getting bigger and bigger. I mean, the fact is, like, you know, I just saw on Twitter Kimberly, who signed to Impact, is, is looking. She was psychic. She had a job interview today. I mean, obviously, they're not paying the talent enough, mm-hmm. um, or they don't have a, lot, a whole lot of money to give here. Also, but you know, in a way, maybe that's a good thing because you see the the talent; they're hungry. I wonder how the pay works for they're them because they're done. They're done for the year. They finished a week or two ago, mm-hmm. so their talent is not doing anything for the next six weeks. Uh, maybe that's why Kimberly really said she was looking for a job because maybe they're, they're, they're paying for. So I don't know if they pay them per appearance or pay them per show. Like, do they get? Paid I think. I think. I think it works differently per uh, per talent. I know, like the top end, I think they kind of top out like a hundred hundred k for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Then, like some other people get between forty to fifty. I read what impacted um, the last tab- tapings they did. Like I said, a week or two ago, they did multiple endings for every show mm-hmm. because 
they have a lot of talent not signed through 2021. A lot of contracts expire in December. So right. they're, they're not sure who's going to resign. So in case somebody does not resign, they have a different ending for a different match or a different storyline. I'm like, that. thought that was well thought out, well played. That, that's very well thought out. I mean, again, I mean, they're, they're, paying, they're playing fast and loose. It's almost like watching like an, like an indie movie, you know, like guerrilla filmmaking. Mm, okay. You know, that, that's pretty much the vibe I'm getting from Impact. And, and you know, if you're a fan of, of indie movies, you know, I mean, this this is pretty much what you're getting here Impact. I'm not necessarily saying Impact is indie wrestling. Uh, I think it's a few steps above that. But they're they're making it work, man. They definitely are. I, I'm definitely appreciative of the fact of, of what they're doing. Uh, it seems like they have a good team there. And, again, thank you, buddy. Thank cool. you for not necessarily pressuring me, but, like, being relentless, being telling me, be like, dude, you got to watch it back. <laughs> Because it was different. It's different. It wasn't just, it didn't never feel like another wrestling show. It felt like a show. Yeah. So, yeah, awesome. Well done. And like I said, people who are shitting on Impact, I understand why. Again, because I was one of those guys. Just give it a shot. You're not, they're not going to win you over in a week or two. Give it a couple weeks, and eventually you'll get sucked in like Mark did. If I can be one over in this, so can you. Yeah, this is a lot. My number one should also come as no surprise, Mark. I have singing their praises since I came out of the womb, basically. Thank you to the WWE. In this oh. trying, unprecedented times, where, as you know, Mark, production was shut down left and right. They somehow, some way, found a way to put on a show consistently week in and week out. Was it the greatest show sometimes? No. But it was new content that we were watching to help us getting through one of the hardest times we've ever had to get through in this country and if it wasn't for them if WB shut down production we would not have impact we would not have AEW they were looking to WB for leadership and guidance in this time the fact that they were somehow able to pull the trigger week in and week out gave AEW gave impact like all right we can do this too we can't let they're not letting their fans down. We can't let our fans down. So thank you to them for getting me through the nest. What eight nine months now? He said it wasn't always pretty. It wasn't always pretty, but it was. It was still there. There, 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 there are a couple of weeks where I I can't believe I'm watching this right now. Yeah, but... I agree. But it was it was still there. Same comfort on Mondays, Fridays. It was just good to have still on my TV. Right. It, you know, it eventually got the sense like, okay, they're holding back. And they clearly were until, like, you know, when they went to the Amway Center, when they went to the Thunderdome, uh, they, they started releasing their guns a little bit more. Yeah. I, I feel like it's been more consistent. It's been more hits than misses lately for WWE. You know, not, again, in those weeks that were like, you know, quote unquote, unwatchable, there, there were some, certain gems there, as you mentioned before, with Bailey and Sasha Banks, uh, Randy Orton. Uh, you know, I mean, th- those were the talents that were really hitting their stride the whole time and, and made us want to at least bear through the crap to watch. Uh, Bray Wyatt, another one as well. There you go. Another one who took advantage of the no crowds with the puppets in the audience. Mm-hmm. The way they ed- were able to edit the shows because they weren't live. Or just, again, what's for them? We have no wrestling at all. So uh, thank you very much. Thank you, Vince. Thank you, Vince. And that's not piped in. That's actually Mark saying that. <laughs> so, uh, great top three, Mark. Where are you from the heart top three? We haven't had one of those in a while, too. 
Yeah, it's surprising. I have a heart. Mm. Black, but it's there. <laughs> anyway, any go home thoughts for you, my friend? Oh damn! I thought I forgot to think of a go home thought. <laughs> you had a couple lined up, and I think I just said them out throughout the whole course of this show. So now I'm, I'm drawing a blank as well. Go home thought. Thanksgiving's in the past. We are weeks away from the end of this god awful year, which I said uh, just a couple months ago. We need our year end award to come up. The putties, my favorite show of the year, Mark. Looking forward to it. Start thinking about it now. All these categories got to come up. We got match of the year, right? Feud of the year, superstar of the year. And now this year, Mark, as you know more than anybody, we can include Impact. We can include AEW now. So I think for the first time in the almost five years of the show, we can. it's going to be actually complicated, actually competitive to think of these winners. So that's why I'm giving I, myself I, a more advanced head start now because I'm going to have to put some thinking caps on for some of these categories. I think for once we're not going to have like some of the same picks here. I always think. I think for some of them we're gonna have the same picks. I think. I think there's like two of them we might have the same picks on. Oh man, I hope not. But yeah, I was thinking about this year. We're gonna incorporate Impact. Right? You're gonna probably incorporate AEW. It's gonna be a a wide open field this year. Again, it's one of my favorite shows of the year. So I'm looking forward to that. I guess really that was my go home thought. You know, my go home thought. I, I got a little bummed out, man. I was thinking about. Uh, well, we just had Thanksgiving. I was thinking about Christmas and. One of my favorites is New Year's Eve. I always love yeah. going out for New Year's Eve. I love going out to the bars and hanging out with friends and watching a ball drop and having a good-ass time, you know? And, and this year, it's looking more apparent that I'm not going to be doing that for the first time since God knows when. Yeah, I'm not going to be going out for New Year's Eve. It bummed me out when I thought about that. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to do for New Year's this year. Uh, my friends always host a party. Mm-hmm. And I go every year, and I've gone every year since their oldest son has been born. So it's kind of a tradition for me. I don't have too many traditions left with everything going on. Um, I always spend New Year's with this family, because ever since he was a kid, that's nine years in a row now. And it's not looking like this year it's going to happen. So another tradition is going to go by the wayside because of this fucking stupid virus. But like that, the light's at the end of the tunnel, Mark. Vaccines are coming. Hopefully, we can make up for it sooner rather than later. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I'm just trying to think, like, I don't want to Zoom on New Year's Eve. I, I don't know what I want to do. And also with Christmas, like, uh, my wife and I, you know, we, we had like a newer uh, tradition where we stopped giving each other gifts. We, uh, we decided to do things together uh, for the holidays, you know, as far as, like, you know, do something new, mm-hmm. go somewhere new, and have experiences. Uh, obviously, this year we can't do that either. So it's just... I get a little bummed out thinking about this stuff. Yeah, you're not alone, Mark. You're not alone. It's normal. This year has been really depressing. Totally, dude. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we'll figure something creative out. We we have to. I'm sure you will. Your wife's a smart woman. She is. She's a very smart woman. Thank you. I mean, what's she doing with you? I don't know. She can't be that smart. Wow. She's a, she's a, she's a smart one. Wow. I'm going to tell her you said that. Good. That was a compliment. What, saying that she may not be that smart if she's with me? Mm. No, basically she could do better. I mean, you're not wrong on that. She probably <laughs> could do better. <laughs> there you go. See? There you go. Now we're back on the same page. <laughs> a humble moment from Mark Schwann. Who would ever thought? Not me. I've been trying to get one of those for three years. <laughs> Has it been three years? No, I think it's been two years. Oh, wow. Doing Black Friday shopping? 
you're one of those Black Friday people. So we did. We got um, we got our parents gifts today for Christmas. We did that online. Online. Okay. Yeah. That was it. That was the only thing we did. Oh, actually, we got ourselves a gift too. Which was we got our, we got ourselves uh, the new Apple TV. Okay, what's the difference? You have an Apple TV. So what's the difference between this one and the old one? Because a lot of like the apps are not. Uh, I think you mentioned that. Yeah. The, yeah, they're, they're starting to like not function as much. Like for example, the WWE app is not functioning with like the older model anymore, and I'm starting to see some others as well. And you can't download new apps anymore either. So like I don't have Disney Plus on this, or I, have HBO, I don't have HBO Max. So I mean, like um, with this one, there's a, apparently there's a lot more to offer here. So so you're with you're not going like a Fire Stick. You're, you're an Apple TV guy. Apple TV. I'm an Apple guy all the way. I'm not necessarily an Amazon dude. All right. I don't blame you. I was going to th- get Apple TV, but then it was like too expensive. And then to get those like movie streaming things, they're way complicated. I'm like, I'll get the Fire Stick. It was free. Yeah, I, I saw a pretty good deal. I saw it for like $140 at PC Richards. So hop on there. Move. A, tr- a coworker of mine wanted to get her boyfriend the Xbox One, the new one, Xbox One S, Series X. So I told her, you know, Black Friday is coming up. And those sold out in like minutes, man. Everyone's dying. Not even my brother-in-law tried to get it uh, online the other day. The site crashed, and then it, when it came back on, it sold out in like less than thirty seconds. It's fucking nuts, man. Like I'm not in a rush to get one because there's not that big of a difference, except like graphics-wise. I don't play the games too much anymore. It's just, it's just amazing how people. Same. And it's like it's not like it's a Nintendo sixty-four. Back in my day, again, strong my age or Super Nintendo, where it's like two hundred bucks. It's like seven hundred bucks if you want to get a game with it, with the insurance. Is it really that much now? Damn. The console itself is five hundred, but then you're going to need an extra controller. You're going to need a game, maybe more than one. It's fucking nuts, man. Taxes. It's a hard out for me. I think the the worst thing I ever bought was the PS4 because I I bought it. Right around the time where I was kind of like phasing out playing video games, yeah. where I was just getting, actually getting too busy to play video games, dude, I only had one game for a long time. I, I have, I still haven't really played the PlayStation Four. I probably count up like five times. I probably count. Uh, I played it. I got the PlayStation Three at a huge discount because somebody knew it fell off a truck, so that was cool. But then I got the uh, Wii U on impulse. I, think I, I don't even know what that is. It was the one after Wii. It was the Wii U. And I played it a couple times because I missed playing Mario on Impulse. I bought it. I played it for like two weeks. And then I gave it to my ex-girlfriend because she was thinking about getting a system. And uh, I haven't seen her since. Or nor my, nor my system. <laughs> She's, I'm a sucker. Sucker's born every minute, Mark. And uh, it sucks. Like, do, 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 do I ask for it back? No. I mean, at I'm this like, point. I'm not going to use it. Like, let her fucking enjoy no. it, I guess. And she, um, she's not using it. Probably collecting dust at her house. And so I had a Wii as well. Um, ex-girlfriend from years ago still has it. <laughs> Fucking weird. I was man. like, God damn, man. And something happened, I, with my, something happened with my Xbox One that I have where I, nothing was working for me. I it, I couldn't get signed into HBO Max. I could sign in, but I couldn't watch anything. Showtime wouldn't let me watch anything. Like WWE Network wouldn't let me watch anything. Like, I could sign in, but not watch anything. It was fucking weird. And it kicked me off of Netflix. Hmm. I, I have her Netflix. So now I gotta fucking reach out to her again. Like, oh, what's your password? <laughs> oh my god, that's gotta be weird. I don't think so because she uses my Disney Plus, 
and I gave it to okay. her as an exchange for Netflix. So uh, I'm warranted in asking for it. It's just like I haven't talked to her like since her birthday in like July. I'm like, hey, can I use your password? Hey, what's your Netflix password? Yeah, I, I think I know your email. Or, what's your or, or wait, oh wait, is this going to be my my exchange for Hulu? Could this be it? Oh, your Netflix? I have Netflix. Something to think about. But it's something to think about, Mark. I don't want to fuck up your Netflix. Hmm. How do you fuck up my Netflix? I don't know. I don't know what you're watching. I don't want to watch the same show you're watching. Or, but then she's having my Hulu, uh, my Disney Plus for free. Then, what do I get in exchange of this? True. She has my Nintendo and my Disney Plus. Oh man, you walk out like the biggest loser in that. Yeah, it's the story of my life, Mark. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> my life. Poor buddy. Someone needs to give you a hug. I could use a fucking hug. Someone. I could definitely use a fucking hug from somebody. But you can't get near anybody, Mark. Can't get fucking near anybody. True. True. You need like an air hug. Final notes here. Check out Miz and Mrs. I'm watching this season. Season's kicking ass. Love these two together. Two it's really good. Together. I'm and enjoying that show. How's Total Bellas? I'm liking it. I'm like, okay. I mean, it's weird. At a certain point, I kind of forgot that they're professional wrestlers. Yeah, well, they're not anymore. The show's not they're, about they're professional not wrestlers. Anymore. Right. It's a lot about baby stuff. I mean, any uh, thoughts? Any fevers? Any itches between you and your wife? Watching the Bellas no. being parents, growing babies, no. the Miz and Mrs. having no. babies. No, honestly, we, we're just sitting back and just enjoying some reality TV. Okay, uh, not necessarily putting too much thought into that. So Good. that's why TV should be watched. Yeah, <laughs> but Mind I still listen to entertainment. I still have all of his last season, season five. Tatham my DVR. I haven't watched one episode yet. So now they're on season six. I'm so far behind on Total Bellas. When's Total Divas coming back? I was wondering that. That usually comes in between the Total Bellas, but I'm assuming with the pandemic, there's nothing to fucking True. Capsulate. Sure. Well, during for Total Bellas, they were filming during the pandemic. Yeah, but so they, that part is that, that part is interesting, actually. Yeah, but they have lives. Like the Total Divas was built around their in ring stuff and their outside social lives was the extra part of it true true there is no extra socializing now and there's no in-ring stuff because everything is god knows what's going on now so i thought about that too i figured just i'm blaming it on the pandemic hope it comes back i think it will there's always borderline every season if it's coming back or not but we'll see yeah, people, enough people watch it yeah that's, but then again I, I think that a lot of it had to do with like the the bellas you know Anyway, Mark, I think we're at the point of the show where we're just rambling on about nothing now. We I think, are. I think that means we're into the show. I'm wondering how much of this you're going to cut. Oh, nothing. <laughs> I'm keeping all this in. Oh, please, no. You say you edit. I, you don't really edit. <laughs> oh, I do. I edit a lot of stuff. What do you edit? Mark, like when I stumble and like slur, I can't. What did I just oh, say? Only I, when you stumble. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't edit my stuff when I stumble. I do, Mark. <laughs> you just stumble so much that I do. I have to edit a lot of it out. So I, sometimes if I keep my stuff in, sometimes I'll keep your stuff in. Sometimes if one of us fuck up, but one of us feeds off of it right away, I can't edit that out. There's a lot of dead air when we repeat ourselves or we stutter and mumble over ourselves. So I'll just edit that stuff out. And now we've officially lost anybody who's listening. So why about we just talk about this off air? Fair enough. Or let's just call the show and go to bed. Yes. Or let me finish this yes. god-awful drink. This is really fucking disgusting. Mark So, for... Your favorite actor, the Hollywood assassin, Willie Mark Ames. Schwann. Mark Schwann. 
Anyway, I have been your host at Michael J. Putty. Until next week. Putty, yeah. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>